Welcome to The Prosper Project, the show that helps entrepreneurs build brands that impact the world and the bottom line. We know that success doesn't come in a one-size-fits-all package. That's why we're bringing you adaptable marketing strategies along with valuable insights from inspiring changemakers, firebrands, and visionaries. I'm Lorraine Sugart, founder of the disruptive brand agency, Prosper for Purpose. Now for this week's episode. Hello, everyone, and welcome to The Prosper Project. Today, my special guest is Sadie Prestridge. Sadie began her online business as an executive virtual assistant back in 2018, and today she runs a team of highly trained executive VAs. In the beginning, Sadie was still working her corporate job, but she quickly found her stride and was able to quit that full-time work only three months later. With her client roster full, she had surpassed her previous income by June of 2019, and she kept growing. Training and building up her team of highly skilled women, Sadie created Prestridge and company to be a leading team that knows how to support and take initiative in leveling up business operations. So Sadie's company provides all kinds of great things. But at this point, I want to invite Sadie into this conversation to tell us more. Sadie, welcome. Thank you. I'm so excited to be here. Yeah. So tell us a little bit, first and foremost, about how this all happened for you and what was really driving you to make the change from entrepreneur, which I'm sure you were, Mm -hmm. to entrepreneur and running your own company. Yeah. So Like you said, I started out as a virtual assistant myself. And my goal at that point was truly just to pay my mortgage and be able to stay at home with our future children. We were trying to get pregnant at that point. And my husband was like, all right, you can pay our mortgage, you can quit your job, and you can do this VA thing. And so that's what I did. And in 2019, I was fully booked out. I had niched into that executive VA role. And I just loved what I did. I worked with business coaches, web designers, brand designers, just a little bit of everything. And in the fall of 2019, we got pregnant and I was like, okay, well this, I was like, oh, you know, having a baby's not going to change anything. It changed (laughs) everything, right? Like the minute I saw that positive, I was like, okay, what am I going to do with my business? Because I I still wanted, that was my goal. I wanted to be at home with my children. And so my business coach, who was also one of my clients at the time, was like, what do you think about an agency? Like a little small one, get you through your maternity leave, and then we'll figure it out after that. And you can decide what you want to do. I was like, okay, like, I trust you. Let's figure that out and let's do it. And so in January of 2020, we started Pressure and Company. I hired my first VA to take over the current client load that I had. I had about five or six clients. And so I trained her and spent January through end of April with her. And then everybody was doing really well. Clients were happy. I took my maternity leave. I had my daughter May 6th of 2020. And that was my plan is to keep those clients, have that VA do all of the things, have my time. I was taking May, June, and July. Then I was going to start to kind of come back into July and August. Instead, we got a ton of referrals and clients started coming in like crazy and we started hiring like crazy. And when I came back in July, August, I had a team of six. And we had hit six figures over that summer. So yeah, 
it was amazing and it sounds amazing, but it was also really hard. And it made me realize that I didn't have the systems in place for that. I mean, who does? Who has the systems in place for that type of growth? But right. I had to come back and like really decide, do I want to keep the agency and continue to grow it? Or do I want to like step back into client work and release some clients and release some team? And so obviously I chose to continue to grow it. Here we are two years later. Well, that's good. And instead of giving yourself a job back in your company, you mm-hmm. elevated yourself to the CEO level, which is so important and something that sometimes we only recognize in hindsight. Because most of us start businesses because we enjoy what we're doing, but you know, to really grow, just like you had to make that tough decision, am I the CEO or am I a virtual assistant? And I happen to know that you have your own executive virtual assistant now. She helped with your booking on this show. So I want to get into a little bit about the variety of things that you offer your clients. So I know we talked about you provide both the systems and the structure for business operations, but also the day-to-day support that helps CEOs, founders, and other executives manage themselves, their schedules, and their companies. Can you talk a little bit more about what those systems and structures look like, like what they entail? Yeah. So when I first started the agency, systems weren't really a piece of it because I just thought, well, I pick up clients and I work with them and it works, right? So my thing was, I'm going to hire a VA, I'm going to onboard a client, I'll put them together and it'll be magic and it'll work and I can like grow and scale and do all these things. Well, what ended up happening instead is the client would come back to me and say like, this doesn't feel like a good fit. It just seems like it's a struggle. I'm spending a ton of time like teaching, training, answering questions, and it's not getting me into that zone of genius place that we, the promised land, right? Yeah. VA was coming back to me and saying like, this is too much. I'm really overwhelmed. I'm working all the time. I can't do this. And so I was like, okay, after about the second one, I was like, all right, clearly there's something not working here. And I'm very systems oriented just naturally. So I was like, what do we need to do here? And what I realized is, we have these high level, amazing clients coming in and they know in their minds everything that needs to go on in their business and how it works and how you do things. But they don't have it written down. They don't have video trainings. They don't have anything. And they're hoping that they can hire a VA and have her step in and it just be magical and it work and it'd be easy. And so what I realized is we actually need to start with systems first. And we need the systems like the client onboarding, the client offboarding. What do we do if a client's payment fails? How do we book a guest on your podcast? How do we schedule your blogs or emails? How do we manage your inbox? How do you as a CEO want us to manage your calendar? And so that's where we kind of like revamped and we started to bring in clients with systems focus first. And that's just been a game changer, being able to focus on all of those systems and then inviting that VA from my team onto the client's account giving them a little time to train and, and read the SLPs and ask a couple of questions. I'm saying like a right. couple of questions, not 30, right? It's like real quick, can you check this? Let's just make sure it looks good for you. And then we move on. So that has been the game changer for both my agency and my clients. That's great. And as a rule, do you find many of your clients already have SOPs, at least for some of these things or not really? Okay. No, no, they're typically coming in and saying like, I know I need them, but I don't want to write them myself. I don't know how to write them. Uh, I don't know the types that I need. And for us, since I have been doing it for a little while now, we have templates already in place. Okay. 
And so they're like, you know, I know I need my blog scheduled, but I don't know what the process is. And I'm like, well, here's like our normal process. Let's blend it with yours. We'll edit this template. And then boom, your blog process is done. So we give you every single template that we have. In the maybe like, oh, I would never do a podcast. And I'm like, well, let me give you my podcast SOPs anyways. And then in two years, if you decide to have a podcast, you already have some SOPs you could add. So that's kind of how I like to structure. It's almost like a little membership, like any type of SOP that we have or spreadsheet we've created or anything that we've got, we give to our clients and just in case they need it. So when you match a client and a virtual assistant, what do you look for for fit? Oh, I love that. So I spend a good amount of time like on sales calls and things like that with the clients. So I have a good kind of feeling of their energy and their personalities and also the like the level of VA that they're going to need. And then I can kind of look on my team and see like who's got that maybe that like more edgier personality who can be a little more blunt or who's a little softer and has like a softer skill set. So we kind of go back and forth on personality. I do the Colby test with each of my team members and that helps me a lot too, just kind of understanding their Colby. Are they systems oriented? Are they someone who needs to ask a lot of questions before they can move on something? And then I look at my client and say like, is this a client that's going to be upset if she asks like really detailed questions at the get-go so that she can move on and do her work? And so that's kind of how we do things back and forth. But as far as how I hire we have a team culture at Freshers & Co. And so I'm able to hire based on what I know, the types of clients that I like to bring in. And I hire based like with the VAs on the type of personalities that I know are fit for those clients. It's a lot of little things too. For an example, like a lower level client, they might come to me and they say, I just need someone to help manage me and help onboard my clients. They're not launching. They're not doing podcasts. They're not doing webinars. They're not growing group programs. They have like one or two services and they need someone to manage the clients onboard, offboard, and maybe manage their inboxes. And so a lower level VA who has a lot of detail orientation could easily step in and support that client. And then if you have a client that's like, I have a membership in Kajabi and a podcast and I do a summit and I like Hmm. launch webinars every single month, I'm going to go out and look for someone if we don't already have someone who has those experience. I'll ask like, what programs are you skilled in? And if Kajabi is not one of them, then that's a problem, right? So it's a little bit of a matchmaking thing. Yeah, no, I love that. And that makes so much sense because if you're a higher energy person, having someone who's super low energy assisting you could either be comforting or it could be disruptive. Mm -hmm. Like, why does this person have so much low energy, right? Mm -hmm. So that's really, really great. Okay, so what, and I know there is no such thing as a typical, but just give me an idea. It sounds like you work with coaches, consultants, businesses, who is kind of like your average client so that hopefully our listeners can get or average clients so that hopefully our (laughs) listeners can see themselves in this. Yeah. So I haven't niched into a specific type of client. Like I don't only work with business coaches or only work with web designers. We have a really great combination right now. We have bookkeeping clients, dietitians, business coaches, brand designers, web designers, a little bit of a everything and the different types of business coaches. But we really look for fit. Like, is your personality going to jive with us? Are you going to trust us? Are you going to allow us to step in and change some things and make a little noise? You know, like we are going to push you a little bit out of your comfort zone because we are asking you to step into CEO role, which is intimidating. You're, you know, if you're used to doing a lot of the implementation and the admin, 
And now we're saying like, nope, don't do any of that. Go out and make money, create new programs, market, network, and spend time with your family. That feels a little uncomfortable at first. And so we really look for someone who's ready for that type of transition and is really ready to partner with us. I think sometimes with virtual assistants, people tend to get kind of in that like boss and employee role. We really see it as a relationship that you're like partnering and collaborating. So we're looking for people who want that type of relationship with their VA. I love that. That's a really good explanation. So Sadie, tell everyone about some of the lifting. You've talked about the services, but like, what are some of the changes that you see in your clients after they begin working with you? What is the change that they're finding in their business? Yeah, the biggest one is honestly excitement, like getting that fire back for their companies and their businesses and being excited to have support because being an entrepreneur is lonely. I mean, yet we're all out here on our computers day to day by ourselves and having someone who's just as excited when you make a sale as you are in your business that's cheering you on just makes them want to do more. It makes them want to grow. It makes them want to do things. So that's one of the biggest pieces, but also the growth, like they're able to We've had clients go from 10 sales calls a month to 25 sales calls a month. Um, Wow. And being able to bring on that amount of growth and financial freedom is something that like they just get giddy. And I just, I love that. I love getting on a renewal call and them telling me things like that. And it just gives me chills. And then taking vacations. Like I've had so many of our clients who didn't get to take a vacation without their laptops. And now they're taking two or three vacations and they're, I love it. they're like addicted to it now, right? And they're like, yeah. I can't go for my vacation. And I still took a day off. Like I went and worked out. I did laundry. I went to the pool and they didn't stress that things were like going crazy in the background because they knew that their VA was there and like checking on things. No, that's wonderful. I love that. So let's get into the nuts and bolts just for a second. So if I want a VA... Is there a minimum number of hours per week? Could I have someone full? And and I'm talking about I, like in the plural I, you know, could I have someone full time? What does a length of contract look like? I'm trying to think about, you know, how do I know if I'm ready for that? And what kind of commitment do I need to be ready to make? Yeah, that's a great question. So we do it a little differently. We don't offer hourly so much with our EVAs, we like to work off of a retainer and based on a scope. And so that allows us to not have to worry if maybe one month you book 30 clients and one month you book 10 clients. Like we don't want to have to come back and ask you for more money or more hours. We want to dedicate time to you. We do give you like an estimate just based on your need, just so you can understand, like you can expect this person to be out in about five hours a week or 10 hours a week or 15 hours a week, just depending on what your needs are. And so we do start out at a retainer and our retainer or base package is $12.50 a month. And we do ask you to commit for six months. And the reason that we do that, and you might laugh at me, but the reason that we do that is because for the first three months, things kind of suck. Like it's uncomfortable. You're learning. Like it's a relationship, right? You're almost dating this person. Ah. You have to get to know them. They have to get to know you and your business and your clients and your likes and dislikes and your routine and your systems and all of those things. So I always say the first couple of months just feel kind of like, oh, like, I don't, what did I do? What have I done to myself? And then months four, five, and six, you're like, this is amazing. Like, can I give you more pay? How do I grow this further? And so we like that six-month commitment just to give you a chance, really, truly, yeah. to give you and your VA a chance to make the relationship work and for you to get comfortable. 
No, that's great. I think that's really wonderful. So what do you love best about running your company? Yeah, I get this question a lot. And coming from being a virtual assistant and then turning into a CEO, I never saw myself managing a team or working with so many clients. And honestly, I love that we're now able to support even more online business owners and give them that support because we've talked about this. The virtual assistant world is saturated and everybody thinks that they can be one and it takes a certain person and a certain skill set. And I really feel like I've been able to find the right fits for my clients. We train really, really hard with our team. Like our team can't work with our clients until they go through a four to six week training program that I've created. And so we spend a lot of time training and supporting. We also have a really great welcome sequence on the client side where we like send you an email and kind of have you go through the steps too, right? Because it could be a new experience for you to have a virtual assistant. So we like to teach and train our clients too on like, what does it look like to work with your virtual assistant? Like, what are the things you can give them and how should you work with them? And just like little things that make a big difference that our clients are like, oh, I didn't even think about that. Like, yeah, I should be getting that off of my plate. So I think that's my favorite thing is like by myself, I couldn't make as big of an impact. You know, I could maybe take six clients, but with a team, it's, limitless. Like we could support however many clients want to work with us. I love that. I love that. And I can hear the enthusiasm that you have for your business and and that's what we all want. So how can people get in touch with you and find out if they're a good fit for your services? Yeah. So you can always check me out on my website, pressurgenco.com. And you're also always welcome to DM me on Instagram. I'm over there a lot. We do a ton of reels and Instagram stories and just all of the fun things that you see on Instagram. So I'm over there too at Freshage & Co. as well. Oh, that's awesome. Okay, great. We will have the links for those two in the show notes below. You happen to have a free guide on your website right now? I do. Yeah. So you can go to my website and grab my free guide. It's 172 plus tasks that an EVA can take off of your plate. It's a really great starting point if you're like, I have no idea what someone could take off my plate. And there's actually a little, some tips and tricks on how to be thinking about what could come off of your plate. And it gives you a little checklist. Awesome. I saw that. I'm getting it. (laughs) I encourage everyone listening to do the same. Okay, Sadie, final question. This is the Prosper Project. What does it mean for you to prosper? It is definitely being able to be at home with my daughter. I'm going to get choked up. So I work maybe 20 hours a week. I work Monday through Wednesday. And then I spend time with my daughter Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. I've been able to take her to Disney World and take her to the beach. And just to be able to do all of these things with her, I wouldn't have been able to do that if I was a full-time employee somewhere. Oh, that's so good. I love that, that you feel that so deeply. I think that's beautiful. All right. Well, Sadie Prestridge, thank you so much for being my special guest today. Everyone go check out Prestridge and Co. If you are an entrepreneur and you don't have an executive assistant, whether in person or virtual, you want to check out Sadie's site. Thanks so much, Sadie, for being a guest today. Thank you. I've enjoyed it. Thank you so much for tuning into this episode of The Prosper Project. If you want to grow a peerless, profitable brand, please hit the subscribe button so you never miss an episode. And if you find value in our show, please help us reach others by sharing an episode and leaving a review. 
in appreciation, please visit prosperforpurpose.com for more free resources to help you grow your business.